Hey, it's Scarlett. It's Shiro. And this, this is, is Sci Fi Femme. This is the podcast where we talk about women in science fiction over the years. So, welcome to our first episode. This is going to be so much fun. <laughs> okay. So, for our first episode, we're talking about the origins of sci fi. So, of course, it starts with Mary Shelley's classic Frankenstein. So, first, we're just going to talk a little bit about Mary Shelley and her beginnings as well yes please note that this is the book and not the movie because the movie was trash just throw that out there but um starting off with basically just a little bit of info about mary shelley herself she was born um august 30th go august babies in um 1797 in london she's a virgo by the way gang gang um she was the daughter of a philosopher and the political writer, and I guess that's kind of why she got into, like, right. writing and stuff, which is, like, really cool. Definitely. Um, um, her mom was a famed feminist, which was Mary Wollenstone Craft, which is why Mary Shelley also goes by Mary Shelley Wollenstone Craft, but her mom died when she was pretty young. Um, pretty much everybody around her was just always dying, so that's, that's fun. So <laughs> <laughs> All right, so... Frankenstein, let's see, it was published in 1818, and of course, everybody knows the backstory of Frankenstein about how um, her and her husband, Percy Shelley, who also died, um, were with Lord Byron in Switzerland, and they were bored on like one rainy night, and they decided to write ghost stories, and Mary Shelley just happened to write the basis of Frankenstein that night. Mm -hmm. um yeah i think that was really like interesting how that whole thing started like you're just sitting with your friends and like talking about ghost stories and like "Mm." you know this is a pretty good story i should probably write a book about this (laughs) right and a lot of people actually didn't believe that mary shelley wrote frankenstein which um percy shelley did help her with it edit it and such but I, at least I do believe that Mary Shelley wrote the most, like, the gist of it. Yeah, definitely. He just edited it. Edited it? Edited it. I think that's right. I think you're right. (laughs) He edited it. I'm not an English major. Um, (laughs) Same. So, yeah. Um, So, basically, I think that, well, after it was published, definitely, because it was, you know, the of course, it was, like, the 1800s. Nobody... Mm -hmm really like believed that women could do anything mm-hmm. outside of like the domestic role right like cooking cleaning so to have somebody write because i believe if i'm not mistaken and taking me back to like last year english class oh, gosh. Right? english 112 english 112 <laughs> um i believe when the book was first published when the novel was first published it was um it wasn't published, like, under her name. Right. She used a pseudonym? Yes. So, everybody just assumed that it was a guy. Right. And then mm-hmm. she was like, no, I actually wrote it. And everybody was like, what? There's no way. Not a woman. Never right. that. But, you know, it was definitely... So, it was definitely very groundbreaking to have a first sci-fi novel written by a woman. Yeah. You know? And then after that, men just kind of took over. And it was just... <laughs> Alright, so the novel itself can be seen through a feminist lens. There's, it's been analyzed like that over and over by different writers or editors. Um, so I actually did a paper on it last semester, but I did it through a, through a gothic lens, but it was pretty similar to a feminist lens, if you will. Um, 
So let's say Frankenstein himself, Victor Frankenstein, could be seen as an anti-feminist or someone who hates women. He has this weird like relationship with women, especially his relationship with Elizabeth, who is she's kind of on the back burner, just there whenever he needs her. Um, Justine, which is like his servant friend or whatever <laughs> she yeah like she can't defend herself um in the court of law which isn't even like a real like judicial system it really wasn't like it was just like well we're just gonna take her through the system but we already know she's guilty yeah which is like what's that's okay um and of course she's like a little servant girl who has no education and all like these men are accusing her of something so they're just gonna believe what yeah, whatever the just, men say so exactly it's just it's so crazy it's actually very interesting that you did frankenstein um as a gothic novel as your research paper because i also did frankenstein as a gothic, as a gothic novel. novel yeah it wasn't and, easy yeah no it's kind of hard <laughs> finding stuff to like actually like yeah um look into because there's a lot of there's definitely a lot of review on frankenstein mm-hmm. but like um it's like kind of like it's darker side like it's more gothic themes um definitely was like something that i want and i wanted to touch on especially the role of women in society Mm -hmm. because um that's definitely like very big in like other gothic works as well um and so yeah just the whole and like the whole idea of um victor frankenstein and how i'm trying to remember her name but who his mom no the his wife elizabeth yeah elizabeth Mm -hmm. okay so basically how um elizabeth like she was just kind of like she really wanted to like go and study and stuff and Mm -hmm. like oh yes and they didn't let her go to school and she was kind of she was kind of salty about that that, she was and i got to go to school i would have been too i would have been like why does victor like because they were the same age they were you know they grew up together Mm -hmm. so it would only make sense that she's interested in something like that you know your school but at the time you know yeah no and she took on the role of the mom because what was what was the mom's name charlotte it might have been i don't remember her name but after the mom died died, yeah after the mom died of scarlet fever elizabeth took on the role of mom and all her like cousins siblings basically became her children which was like that sucked to her so then it became like a weird complex between victor and elizabeth because then she became the maternal role of his little siblings so technically that's kind of making him her the maternal role for him as mm-hmm. well but also his cousin and also his future wife right like he, they were so, supposed to get married and I'm like, so obviously frankenstein has some deep mommy issues <laughs> <laughs> which is like a, people argue like that's why he created the monster in the first place to like bring i don't know because he was like he was also obsessed with death which, like Definitely. I said, reflects back to Mary Shelley's own personal life because she was always just being surrounded by death of, like, all these family members of her dying mm-hmm. prior to writing the novel. Um, yeah. So a lot of people say that, like, uh, like a feminist critical analysis of it was that Victor, Victor <laughs> created the monster in order to um, get rid of women's role in society. Like, I guess in that time... What century is this even? This is the, uh, uh, the 19th century. So, well, the book came out in the 18th, 18, yeah. 18, so the 19th century. So, you know, women's role in that time was really just the domestic role of 
cleaning and cooking and taking care of the kids and that's about it and having children so um by victor creating something that where you took away like the female power if you will of creating life Mm -hmm. there's no need per se for women in society with when he can create life himself like he's he basically, yeah, he definitely, mm-hmm. definitely a lot of issues with Victor Frankenstein and women. Um, mm-hmm. It seemed like he kind of wanted to, I don't know if he, now, whether he did this on purpose or not, like you're saying, like, mm-hmm. take on the role of, um, like, being, a, like, creating life and stuff like that. Because when you think about it, if you take away the role of, like, creating life, as a man, you basically mm-hmm. like you're you're taking that role away from a woman, and it's like it's something that's very like interesting to like, think about, um, and the fact that also he was going to create a female mm-hmm. monster, and then decided against it. Right, exactly, and then just like the reasons that he said that he wasn't creating a female monster was because like. What if she was ugly and my male monster didn't like her? Mm-hmm. Or what if she's not attracted to my male monster? I a lot of exes on books. Um, yeah, it's a very superficial guy, I guess. Which is makes sense, which is the whole reason why he like rejected his creation, because mm-hmm. he was ugly. But it's like, this, what do you think is going to happen when you sew <laughs> corpses together? together. <laughs> like, what you, you think it's going to be cute? Like, okay. Um, but yeah, and then he was afraid that like she was going to have a mind of her own and like go rape men and be bigger and stronger than them and all that and um also what if she could create life which like doesn't make sense because she's she's dead dead, (laughs) like and also like how would the not to be like too much intense but like does the male monster doesn't even have like sperm if you will like live sperm so like whatever so like that whole just didn't make sense either no he was like what so yeah there's just a lot of like Especially when talking about, like, the female monster and, like, how she could, like, take over Mm -hmm. and, like, it was definitely, I think Mary Shelley was trying to make a point that men in society were, they pushed women down because they were afraid of them. Right. And so... Definitely Which like low key still happens today. It's like, very true. <laughs> like when you see when you see that nowadays like women are kind of coming into their power, mm-hmm. like doing their own thing, and a lot of like especially like the guy friends that I talk to were like mm-hmm. very intimidated by that because right. it's like it's like oh women are going around saying they don't need a man. Yeah, they don't. They really <laughs> don't. Right. Right. Or just like women owning their sexuality, or just like just being a woman. Like I don't know. I just feel like. Like, I don't know, there's just, like, a lot of, like, memes and stuff online that'll be, like... Like, I saw this one thing of, you know, like, those knee braces that people wear, like, over their jeans? Yeah. And so they're, like, girl with, like, knee injury, and she wears the brace over her skinny jeans, and it's, like, oh, that girl wants attention, like, sympathy, because she, she's wearing the knee brace, and it's, like, no, literally, how are you supposed to put a knee brace under, under skinny your jeans? jeans? So it's just, like, stuff like that, like, people are just mad at women for being women, and I don't know. So that's a whole nother thing, though. Yeah, it's definitely, like, and especially a lot with, like, the labels that women get, especially when they're, like, take control of their own sexuality, you know? There's a lot of, like, labeling of women as, like... Yeah, like a slut. Yeah, or just, like, you're just you're going around, you know, like... Mm-hmm. But when... There's such a double standard when men do it, and it's, it's definitely, I think, was very... I definitely think it was the same thing mm-hmm. back then. It's definitely one thing that has not changed over 
Right. Hundreds of years. No, definitely. Um, Another good um, tool that Shelley uses in the novel is to portray her own views is definitely the relationship between Safi and Felix. Safi is like a feminist of this novel, like straight up. Um, What does she do? She like leaves home and... Yeah, she's like, you know what? Because I think they... Something happens where... I'm really trying to remember this. Um, it's the merchant. The merchant, like, lies about um, Felix's dad, I believe. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and so, I'm trying to figure out. So, Sadie, basically, she... Um, she leaves Turkey, right? Yes. She leaves Turkey and she goes to Germany. By and like she defies her father because she wants to be with the Delacy family and Felix, mm-hmm. um, and she just like really disregards the customs of her culture for her own desires and not of what um, young women in her society are supposed to be doing. So she is the ideal feminist in the novel. Um, and another thing is that like her relationship with Felix is very equal. Like, equal opportunities. Like, Felix doesn't force her into a domestic role or tell her what to be or what to do. So Definitely. that relationship is pretty progressive, especially for what this century writing is. Um, there was also the part where um, Safi refuses to convert from her own religion mm-hmm. once um, because I believe that in society at the time... Most people were, I want to say Christian or Catholic or something like Mm -hmm. that. And she just kind of refuses to conform to the society that now she's married into. Mm -hmm. And she's like, no, I'm going to keep my religion. Yeah. I'm going to do what I want. And I think that's very, she's definitely a very powerful, um, definitely a very powerful role within the novel. Right. And going back to the, like the power complex and the relationship between Safi and Felix, how they're kind of like equals i think that takes um relates back to her parents how her dad was a philosopher but her mom was also like an accomplished feminist writer so they were both you know intelligent Mm -hmm. so that's a pretty interesting thing about that too um so That's that's pretty much frankenstein the origins of science fiction for our first episode that was it's a great place to start yeah Okay, guys, so that's been our first episode of Sci-Fi Femme. And please stay tuned for episode two. Let us know what you think. We had a lot of fun doing this. So we'll catch you in the next episode. Bye.